Hello and welcome to the weekly recap. This is Nick. Uh, we are hanging out on site at Vellum Brewing, uh, Vellum Fermentation. I'm sorry, uh, with Nate and Jenna, uh, the owners proprietors of this lovely establishment. Um, so Sarah's here with me. Our friend hey. Jess is tagging along as well. So if you hey. hear other voices that you don't recognize, that's why. Uh, but we are going to jump into it here. We're drinking already. Uh, probably have been all day, right? So I, already I, I was at work, so I was not. But <laughs> uh, I'm glad to get into this new 8.2% double hazy, right? Yep. Called Turn That Think Into a Drink. So <laughs> cheers. Uh, cheers. Cheers, guys. Uh, welcome. Thank you for having us out to your spot here. Yeah. Um, sure. I love doing stuff on site because it just vibes a little bit differently. So, yeah. I mean, I'm not mad about hanging out in my creepy basement as Sarah would say but <laughs> the yeah the on-site feel just gives me a little bit more energy so if I'm overdoing it let me know but oh yeah for sure <laughs> uh so yeah uh why don't you guys just kind of introduce yourselves first cool yeah I'm Nate McLaughlin uh I um am the head brewer owner of Felon Fermentation we started uh the company back in 2019 um COVID crushed us Mm. Got back to it 2021, like mid 2021, and we've been open now six weeks uh, to the public. Uh, we have what seven beers on tap now. Yeah. Um, I've been in the industry for about 12 years. Okay. Well, I started back in uh, 2011, UC Davis, um, and then kind of jumped into the industry right from there. Cool. Yeah. Use cool. the industry to kind of further my education. So. Good deal. Yeah. And here you are. Yeah. Here I am. Do you have like a degree in? Uh, no, my, my bachelor's is in neuroscience. Oh, okay. And then, and so then I just, uh, I just did the UC Davis, um, like the six month. Oh, okay. Master gotcha. yeah, program. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause I didn't want to do another like full degree. bachelor's or anything. I was Makes just sense. like, get what I need and then go right into the industry. No and, wasting time. And is this the first place that you've opened? This is the second place I've opened. Okay. I opened uh, Pitt Street Brewing Company down in Greenville, North Carolina. Oh, okay. Um, that was a, a ground-up build-out of an uh, old Coca-Cola bottling plant. So uh, you're, you're, you're in a vibe here. Like you, you have a, a track record with... <laughs> bottling facilities. Yeah, because yeah, this is Duquesne Brewing Company's bottling facility. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So I, uh, I met the owners of that place on uh, Pro Brewer, and they needed someone to start a brewery for them, and I needed... A practice brewery. Yeah. So we got together and decided on it, and that That's was my sweet. first my first build out. This is my second one. So cool. Yeah. So, Jenna. Yes. Hi, I'm Jenna. <laughs> um, my I'm Jenna McLaughlin. I'm Nate's sister in law. Um, it's a little we have a family thing going on because I am married to his uh, identical twin brother Ryan. Um, I came into the project uh, in two thousand. 20? 20 or 21. Yeah. Um, I am originally, yeah, <laughs> I was um, running a DNA lab. I'm a molecular bio- biologist by trade. Um, and COVID hit and Nate needed help over here. Um, we got to talking about like our ethos, uh, how businesses should be run. We've both worked for not great companies before. Um, and my specialization was more in like managerial stuff and he doesn't like to do that stuff so 
<laughs> he wants to <laughs> brew the beer, have you know, do do the other stuff, but not like do all the books and the hiring and the managing of that. So um, I talked to Ryan, his twin, and we decided to move over. Um, and yeah, so I'm the COO <laughs> or COO GM. Yeah. I do, lots of stuff. I yeah. do the marketing <laughs> stuff right now. We always talk about that. We just like wear lots of hats, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, small everybody, business. small right. business. Everybody yeah. does that. How, um, how big is your staff currently? We only have three employees okay. and then me and Nate. And then we have like five family members that show up in vellum shirts and help us. Yeah. All the time. Work. yeah. <laughs> my, my mom, my dad, uh, sometimes what, who, who else, um, we have some really good friends yeah, that have done friends. amazing things for us. Yeah. Um, the table that we're sitting at, um, all the furniture here was built by one of our good friends, you know, with us. Um, we had a lot of time between 2019 and when we just opened. Yeah. Um, so we took that time to, you know, yeah, do we projects were, We needed to do I something, mean, right? So while our project was kind of paused, um, while our pro project was paused, we, we built furniture, we, we um, did, did some signage and that, that kind of stuff just to like, not only like save money, save time, but then also put a little bit of like our touch yeah. on the space. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it comes through for and, sure. And, this, and this is all, and it is part of us too, like upcycling, reusing. These are, these are, this is um, bowling alley wood from construction junction. Okay. You know, you yeah. know down, down over. Um, yeah. And then all the steel is the steel that the tanks were delivered on that I chopped up and I turned it into tables and chairs. That's awesome. Um, it was just a way of not throwing things into the dumpster. Yeah. Right. I mean, so. that's kind of what you have to do, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot to be said from like, just all of this was not here. Right. Like, yeah. right. This so, is, a, yeah. It was a big, <laughs> empty, dirty, filthy. Do you want to filthy... maybe help them? <laughs> no. no, he's got it. Oh, okay. I told him he can just. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Whatever you want, man. Oh, my bad. I'm like, he's just walking over there. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, hey, go get yourself yes. over here. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was just like a big empty thing. Construction was happening. Nate and I also wanted to save money uh, throughout the build. And yeah. So we like, I, we did, we painted the entire building in, mm -hmm. on the inside. Yeah. We, Vacuumed clean, the ceilings everything. and yeah. painted these ceilings oh. and see that's you know, yikes. There's a lot of months, months lot of, of dirt. face masks and oh yeah. I believe it and yeah. uh, those painted suits that just, just like are nasty to this, be in. You know? This was a, a taxi cab um, company yes. and and repair shop and so there was a lot of brake dust. There was the floors were covered in oil and stuff. Um, not that they were just dumping oil, but I mean yeah, things di happen. Diesel diesels leak like yeah. things get spilled. <laughs> especially over like seven years that they were here. So um, we had to power wash the floors, grind off a lot of the concrete. You can see out in our taproom area flex space, it's ground down to like the river stone mm. because we had to grind that off to um, get just all the dirt off. But it's nice because you have that beautiful like old river stone. This building was made in the fifties. Yeah. And so they used as fill, they used a lot of that dredged river stone from the Monongahela. Yeah. Um, and so it's just gorgeous, gorgeous Riverstone out there. So yeah, that's something that we found underneath that. Mom. It's nice character, right? It's yeah. got that. And I mean, it's a beautiful space. Too. Yeah. Like it just has that. Yeah. That industrial feel that right. is Pittsburgh, you know? Yeah. Um, 
And the building came just like big open box. What do we want to do with it? Yep. So fill it with stuff. Right. And actually, mostly it's empty still. Yeah. But yeah. That's, well, like walking through the whole idea. Easy. Yeah. The whole idea is to grow into the building rather yeah. than grow out of a building. You know. But I mean, you guys have come out swinging though too. Like. Yeah. Realistically, I mean, that's the system that you have out there is much bigger than a standard like startup. Yeah, it's a production system. Yeah. So yeah, that's a funny thing. Uh, I got that on the used market right prior to the used market going crazy. I got it oh. in 2019. Yeah. And it was, but it's brand new, right? So I, the company that ordered it went out of business before they got delivery. So it's, and it sat in a warehouse in upstate New York uh, from like 2017 to 2019. So then I, I went and I looked at it and I'm like, yeah, this looks great. And it was sold to me, um, obviously at a pretty discounted price. Sure. Um, over half price, honestly. And it was wow. built as a 30 barrel, but I'm not really sure. I'm not surely sure why they sold it as a 30 barrel because I actually can knock 60 barrels out of it. So wow. it's a 60 barrel system. Yeah. So, which <laughs> is great for me because then it keeps my labor low. I can run the entire back house myself. Yeah. Like I can knock out 60 barrels at a time. That's more beer than we can, than we can use for our tap room right now. But then we can scale up, you know, obviously obviously pretty well yeah and that also keeps you from having to hire more people to run the system while yeah you know yeah. I mean, obviously it takes time and then when i the, when i go for a, the next hire i'm going to go for a really well seasoned production brewer someone from like my like i i, I worked at deschutes i worked at victory so pretty large oh. large places with pretty high production for a craft uh, the craft industry so i'll probably pick and choose from that kind of genre right of 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 human um <laughs> to uh to like fill that space fill my space yeah where they can just jump in and run a production system right yeah because you're not going to hire somebody that's running a five barrel system or like a you know well and, system and actually like that, but. you know this is the thing is like there's a lot of people out there that are running fives i mean the fives now and even the threes um there's a lot of really automated small systems and true so true yeah you just basically you just have more valves, more buttons to push, but it's the same thing, right? Gotcha. So, um, I I know nothing of the brewing process. I'm bad at yeah, it. Well, so, um, yeah, just you're the educating brewing process me, hasn't really changed in like thousands <laughs> of years. True, the, the the equipment's gotten better, yeah. for sure. Uh, and, I, and and but um, but yeah, I mean the 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 overall process is the same. So yeah, yeah, and I mean it's just it's big and it's shiny is basically what it comes down to to it me. Is. So. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but I like the, yeah, like, I don't know how much you're making of these batches to start, but like, is it moving, I guess? Or? Yeah, it's moving for sure. Um, we're just about to kick our first, uh, our first hazy. There's only like three kegs left yeah, of concrete the concrete bunny. bunny. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, <laughs> obviously it's taking a lot longer than usual places to kick an entire batch because I started off with 30 to 40 barrel batches. Yeah. Um, and so we're just a tap room right now. I just started into distro. We're in at a couple locations. Um, and so, but that was the idea, like do some big batches, get some beer in the cooler. We have a 3000 square foot cooler, so we can just shove it full. Um, and then, and then once we open, (laughs) you know, when we first opened, Jenna and I were the only employees. We were making the beer, running the company and serving the beer. Mm -hmm. So. It was nice that I could brew, brew, brew. We open, 
we have a big stockpile of beer for the next couple of months while we figure our shit out yeah <laughs> and hire up and like <laughs> and and get some more employees and and get events going because i mean food trucks and yeah. and events and distro and all this stuff and we're just two of us doing it it's nice that i don't have to be brewing double batches three times a week to keep up with our tap room. Right. Yeah. And that's you the know? other thing is like Pittsburgh especially is a cutthroat place for food trucks, for yeah. events oh, and yeah. trivia night and like stuff like that. Like everybody's got that going on. Yeah, time. for sure. Which, so, which is great. Yeah. I love, I love, um, I love the, the industry because with, with that like competitive attitude and there's really not a lot of competitive attitude in not the craft in beer industry. Yeah. Um, it just, it makes everyone, it makes sure everyone's on their game. Right. Which is great for the industry. Yeah. We've seen a lot of that just in general because the people that we know that are in the industry, and I mean, I mean at this point it's pretty substantial. Like we know half the city and I'm just being an asshole, sorry. Yeah, you are. I mean, you're like, I'm you know more people. I just kind of like stand around. Okay, so I know okay. most of the people. Um, but I also like see the trends, right? Like there's a lot of stuff that goes on that maybe like people either aren't hearing about or don't want to go to. And then you hear about it later and you're like, well, I fucking missed out. Like, yeah. you know, th- that kind of stuff just happens so often. But like you're saying with the like the community aspect, I think is really big here mm-hmm. and you don't necessarily get that in other markets. Like, or under other industries other too. Industries. Yeah, for sure. So. I mean, um, talking to like, there's a lot of biotech in the, in Pittsburgh and yeah. my brother actually, and Jenna, they were both in biotech mm-hmm. and it is very cutthroat. Yeah. It is very not collaborative. Yeah. Uh, academia is a bit more collaborative, but also very cutthroat. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, you guys know, like, uh, and I'm talking to all these biotech and bioinformaticians and stuff, and they're just talking about all this stuff. I was like, wow, I'm glad my industry's not like that. Cause like, I can literally call up, you know, Paul at Cinderlands and be like, Hey, I need help with this or that. And he, he will just, he's like wonderful. You know, yeah. people Here's are everything like so I know. Yeah. And- Here's everything I know. And, and it would be like, wow, that's really like sensitive information, but it's not for us because we're all like together this yeah. is us we're, we're here we're building a, a community um and it's just like it's it's this great ecosystem that we're building so Definitely. and i don't know I, obviously in the last like even the year i haven't been able to reach out and even hang out with anybody because it was just like this this is it this is yeah. my life right. this and sleep <laughs> once in a while like that's all we got um but we're finally trying we're finally reaching out and meeting people going out to beer events we just poured at uh, pour at the parks Okay. The little, the little tiny beer fest, and like finally we're able to like, hey, I'm gonna shake your hand because we never met and we brew together, you know, like all that stuff. Yeah. So yeah. yeah well, it nice. seems like you guys have been like, I, for what I see, it's. I don't know. Where I'm trying to go with that. Sorry, I lost my train of thought for a second. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so what I mean is like the uh, like you guys reached out to me what a week ago. Yeah. And. Like we had talked before. Yeah, we met at Cinderfest. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but I mean that's the type of thing that's like you're you're out and you're going to these places, you're doing these events. Like I mean, you're not maybe pouring yet, but like yeah. you have a lot of legwork to get to opening this place. Yeah, right? like, there's yeah. a ton of it before the doors open. Yeah, and it seems like now it's kind of like that 
catching back up with everybody else who's been around. Absolutely. The fun and, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and to be honest, like while we were building, we were, um, Christy Laughlin from the um, Pittsburgh Magazine came by and she was basically like, you guys are the best kept secret of Pittsburgh because no one is, I mean, people, there's a buzz about it, but it's quiet. Mm-hmm. Like you, you're not like screaming from the rooftops. Yeah. And during the build, we kept hitting like permit issues and delays. Like this one bolt we needed for the boiler was like 10 week delay, you know? Um, and it just kept happening to us where we eventually just were not excited. Well, I mean, we were excited, but we yeah. did not let ourselves get excited. Yeah, yeah. And so we were just quiet. Like we had a few, you know, articles come out. We talked to the, um, breweries and PA, um, and then a whole year would go by and people were like, Oh, I guess it's, maybe it's not we're happening. Waiting. Yeah. And then, you know, it, so anyway, we just kept, we're catching up because we were so quiet because we were so scared to say this was actually going to happen. Oh yeah. We didn't market and, it at all. Yeah. Right. And we didn't, we don't even have signs outside Yeah, we don't even <laughs> still <laughs> because I'm, we're waiting on permits. Yeah. Right. Well, and, and, and Google <laughs> still takes you to ascend. Yeah. 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 Like, no, I know they have a parking lot on James street. I'm, fucking I'm parking. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, still, yeah. It just, um, we are now trying to catch up with like having events and like, you know, yeah. screaming from the rooftops that we're here and we're open and we want you to come in and meet us. And, you know, we've been excited um, for you. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. Coming to Salsa. yeah. Our hood. Yes. Thank God. Yay. It's a good one too. Thank you. Hey, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, the whole COVID like sucking everything out mm-hmm. of it. Like yeah. everything, like all, oh, yeah. the, I mean, I work in a tech industry and, mm like you couldn't get product for two and a half years and mm-hmm. like everything was delayed. The, it, it's like, it was the fastest three years of my life and it was the slowest at the same time. Like absolutely. there was so much bullshit that went on. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the dumbest thing. And there's nothing like being able to finally say that you like got to that point. Yeah. Right? Like it's just at this point now having all this stuff here having it function, you know, right <laughs> yeah. Right? Um, yeah. I mean, that's uh, all we ask for. Just right. like, <laughs> like just let just, it work. Just, please, <laughs> please just work. <laughs> but yeah, that's, I mean, you guys have really come out swinging. And I mean, like I've had most of the board, I think at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we're trying, I'm trying to get more variety. Obviously with larger batches, it's a little harder to get variety, but yeah. you know, um, and you have stuff that sticks around for a while. Too, yeah, right? for like, sure. The stuff that isn't as like, popular oh yeah yeah yeah, for sure so and and that actually that kind of gives me a little bit of availability to take those batches that maybe are moving a little slower and take them and put them in a blend tank do something like the porter for instance Mm -hmm. summer it is a light porter i like to think it's a summer porter but like um a lot of people drink it but it doesn't go fast volume wise right and so what i was thinking is like partnering with a local roaster throw some whole coffee beans in a, in a batch, blend off a batch that's like, you know, I don't know, eight kegs or so of like coffee porter. Yeah. See how it goes and just like start experimenting with it because we have that volume and it gives us a little bit of variety with the batches we already have, have yeah. built. And that's something that keeps consistency across those too. Like yeah. Trying to make it like a series or, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. have that one 
flavor profile that's working in the porter. Yeah. And you're adding stuff to it. That makes sense. Yeah. I like the porter too. I'm first. I yeah. Porters, but um, I will drink stouts in the middle of July, 100 degree heat. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, actually, last week I bought my ticket for Good Vibes. Nice. In Mead Mills. So. Sweet. We'll be going up there. Cool. And I've done it the past two years now, and it's an absolute shit show. But Voodoo puts on a good event. So, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, of course. <laughs> um, as far as like the events and stuff that you guys have been doing here, um, I noticed the ski ball tournament yeah. last weekend, right? Or yeah. Right? Yes. yeah it was, Either last weekend. Yeah. No, no last it was weekend. last weekend. It, it yeah. was last Friday. Yeah. yeah Friday or Saturday. Saturday. Was, I don't know, Saturday. man. They all it, blend together. Why? Because we tell it. I, I didn't know about it Nick, until Nick I saw the... Oh, or no, we were here yeah. on Friday. That's what it was. Because yeah. you got back. We were here Saturday. Saturday, that's what it was. You got back. You, you we're left gonna, before it. We're going to have it again. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, we'll have it again. We'll have it it was again. a great event. And <laughs> it, was, it, was it was really, really fun. fun. <laughs> um, you know, we got to... We got to kind of practice on how how do we want to run these events we do them we try and do them kind of quick and secretly almost so that we don't have too many people show up yeah the first time you can always yeah like how are we going to make brackets how are we going to do flow how do we want to do scores what makes it like lively and fun and now we, yeah, we, we yeah. know that already right so yeah. yeah we have a lot of firsts going on every time we make a new event a new thing we're like yeah how do we do this like and we you know slam it like, it works right. and we did uh what yesterday we did sci-fi like public domain sci-fi b-rated science fiction stuff <laughs> We made a movie. We made a movie theater. That's incredible. Um, and, yeah, it was awesome. And well, not a lot of people watched it, but that's okay because we just wanted to see how is it working. Is it right. good? What do we want to do we here? Also had is the really, light wrong? Really, really weird movies. Like not. Yeah, they like, were really not weird. Not like the not like B-rated sci-fi that is like mainstream B-rated, but like really you off mean, the wall, yeah, like the, crazy uh, weird stuff. And it was like, turned out to be sunny, you know. Like, yeah. That would be the show I used to watch on Saturday. Definitely. Two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. When I yeah. Sleep <laughs> yeah. In my teens. Yeah. All exactly. Right. That. So, but that type of stuff works. I mean, I'm sure it's kind of niche, right? Like for it is, and like also, if you think about, so that helped us because we would love to have like video game competitions and stuff. Oh, that yes, helped. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, let's do this. Yeah. yeah, like so original Mario Kart yes. competitions. And 64 style. Yeah. Like I now know, we know. They did. They yeah. Did. Yes. Uh, was it? Not Smash Brothers. They did. They did Mario Kart. They did Mario Kart. Mario Kart. Yeah. yeah. But they do it on the Switch. Yeah. yeah and I'm talking, I want like. And 64. So I want have, the control. We like, have the old yeah. controller. So yeah. I have four. Yeah. So yeah. Um, Not and, all of them have the same problem with the, the joystick. joystick. Yeah. 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 Well, that's Perfect. Oh, you're going to have like a. Little belt clip for years, you? Yeah. So also, like we we tried out trivia, and yeah. it was a blast. Oh my god! Thursday was so there was seventeen teams. Like I wasn't oh here. I actually got a day off, which was crazy. No, you didn't get a day off. We I got the sorry, evening. Off. I got. I I only worked eight hours that day. I mean, that's like so a day off. Day if off. Yeah, if you're a small business Half owner, day. Yeah. Yeah. So I wasn't here for it, but apparently they had to move all the chairs from here out. This, all, like everything. 17 Not the tables, teams like, yeah. 
killed it. So we're going to do that every other Thursday now. So yeah, shout out, shout out to Aaron DeLeo. Yeah, he does. He does yeah, an awesome trip. He does it at Fermata as well. And was he? He's the one that did Allegheny City too. He did. He used to do yeah. Allegheny City. Um, I think I. I don't know he's what happened. He's a funny guy. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. so funny, and he's yeah. just like he wants to bring like D and D here yeah. like you have dnd days and yeah, like, yeah oh man uh, it would be too much fun <laughs> yeah so yeah like what what we really want now we're finally like to the point where we can start doing some really fun programming right yeah. where we can bring in and you know like we we have the space we can fill it with you know like we had some people that run bo- a board game expo that wants to do a board game expo they want to do um you know all different types of tournaments like uh whether it's ski ball ping pong bocce ball um we're partnering with gamma sports they're gonna install some pickleball courts for us yeah in our big space get ready pittsburgh um, indoor pickleball courts. Indoor, indoor pickleball courts right so like all our all this all this stuff is starting to happen and um and it's fun this is the fun stuff this is what we have been waiting for yeah. is like Hey, you know, we don't, we, we still have to worry about money and people and, you know, we're, you know, all the, all this stuff, but now we at least get to do the fun stuff too. Right. Which is, yeah, actually, that's, having, the, having that's an, the payment of our souls to actually yeah. have good, good, good programming, fun people fill the space with fun with stuff. Fun. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, having a employees really helped us be able to actually think about excellent employees actually excellent employees just fantastic humans um giving us like time to actually think about starting to do events because like breweries people people love stuff to do you know yes you would just go sit and drink a beer and talk to your friend or whatever but like having we love things to do when we're drinking and so like you know also you want like to join in you know like a pup day, bring your pup, you get 20% off, you know, whatever. Like, we had so many pups in right, here. Yeah, she would it, definitely be. You'd be into that? I have to medicate my dog first, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she will bark. Oh, there was a lot of There was a lot chatting. of talking. A lot no of chatting fights, that night. But no fights, talking, lots of chatting. Because sure. <laughs> one dog would start, and then all of them were like, What? Let's do this. <laughs> There's some big ones too. Great Danes. There was like a Burmese mountain dog mixed yeah. with a poodle. Yeah. Looked like a bear. Yeah. Wow. That sounds awesome. <laughs> did you, you guys did the, what, when was the pup night? That was last week. It's hard to tell what day it is. Oh. It was <laughs> I think, yeah. <laughs> Either last yeah, week, it's right. definitely last week or the week before. Okay. For sure. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that's what I was going to say because I, I saw the like, note about it. Yeah, yeah. And we're, we're, we're going to do more of those. Obviously, we want to try and do fun stuff as much as possible. Yeah. Um, we're just trying out a lot of things. So, it, I mean, honestly, if you guys ever have any ideas, if you want to do a live podcast, like any event of that stuff. Style, event yeah. style. Yeah. I mean, so, I need Gilmore Girls trivia so I can just. Like, oh! You're speaking I'm, her language. I was going to. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> if yeah. we're on a team together, we would just win that sucker. Right. You can't win gift cards to your own establishment. Though. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, we'll go somewhere else and win their gift cards. <laughs> yeah, we did that at Threadbare. Yeah, Threadbare. There you go. Fun. <laughs> um. I guess, do you want to uh, talk about like the, the tap list that you guys have currently? A yeah. Bit? Uh, just because 
I see a lot of things on the board and the names don't really line up with what type of beard is. So it's one of those things where you're like, I could say these names at you. No, we yeah. got really weird, weird so names. We can talk about that too. We are yeah. eventually, yeah. So we're eventually going to land on like a brand and probably wrap our names around that. But for now, we're just making names up. Just being weird. Whatever. So what we do, me and Jenna and Ryan and whoever's around, if we're thinking about beer names, we have a keep, a Google keep that we just throw beer names in. Nice. Whether we're inebriated or not, or feeling goofy, you can usually tell on what kind of name it is. Like Wizard Teeth. I have no idea where that came from. But it's super yeah. funny, isn't it? It works. Um, so like, so what we, what we, that's how we're naming our beers right now. Eventually we're going to do like a little bit more of a cohesive brand um, when we can actually afford to bring in a branding company. Uh, so, but until then, I know we have like, so we have a lot what, of fun what I wanted to do with our beers at first is, is learn my system. Every system's different. It's like cooking in someone else's kitchen. Yeah. Uh, and so I wanted to make very like kind of regular styles, hit all the points where it's hoppy, low ABV, high ABV, dark, and kind of feel out how does my louder work? How does my mill work? How's everything going? So that's why our tap list is not super R&D based right now. It's very kind of basic styles. Once I get those basic styles dialed, which I think I have them at this point, we're going to start doing a lot more like R&D stuff where we're adding a lot of different spices, a lot of wacky, wacky fruits and even vegetables in some of them. We have, mm-hmm. we have a, uh, my buddy. Can't take broccoli. My, no. No, not broccoli. <laughs> no broccoli. <laughs> get, yeah. Um, but, um, like one of my buddies, he is ferment. He does homebrew, and he's a fantastic sour beer make, yeah. making or maker. Um, he does a beet beer, golden beets. Sounds weird. Well, you have to like beets because yeah. it tastes like beets. But it's it's like that kind of stuff, you know, yeah. like small batches. Oh sure, you know. Yeah. I'm sure you're not going to run, you know, sixty barrels. No, probably not. <laughs> probably not. Yeah. Unless somehow we can sell it to something like all at once, like, right, like take it. Yeah. Oh, you're looking for that much beet beer? Sweet the beet festival. Yeah. The beet, beet festival. Fest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So right now, so right now we have we have uh, some low ABV. We have uh, our lager, Wrench Stream Lager. Um, I that's an ode to you. That's an ode to me. Uh, there were so many. This is my yeah. This is my dream and. Uh, like turning wrenches, basically, right? Sure. Yeah. Um, or forgetting wrenches across the building and well, that too. Walk a whole city block to get <laughs> every a tool. time we forget a tool. Um, and then, so so one thing to note is all of my beers, all the base malt in my beers is Pennsylvania grown. It's all from CNC malts yeah, up yeah. in Butler. Mm-hmm. So Brendan, uh, he malts it all. He he grows he, he grows it and then buys it from growers. Malts it all himself, hand turn hand turned kilns it a lot of work yeah. really good tasting malt really high quality i think you heard his entire story at the uh, brewers guild kickoff sure event like two months or two yeah. years ago uh, well i mean yeah yeah it's super yeah. cool um, oh, yeah, i'm pretty sure i actually have a koozie in the back yeah so all of my base malt is from him and some of my beers are 100 percent pa so one of those is the ranch dream lager it's 100 percent PA malt, 100% PA hops from Hazy Days Hops, and the yeast is from Imperial Yeast out of Philly. Gotcha. So I want to try, eventually my goal is to move to 100% PA everything. Hops is tough because 
the hop growers in PA do not grow a lot of those juicy crazy hops like Idaho 7 yeah they grow a lot of like of the regular like Cascade Centennial and that's I did a lot of that in my uh my fake out snack IPA okay aka a session IPA but we call it snack IPA because it's more fun yeah (laughs) um because like you don't have a session you have a snack when you want something like one right right um and actually a lot of a lot of climbers will come down they'll have one and they'll then they'll get a case or a four pack to go and out. Yeah. So anyway, I digress. <laughs> uh, the lager, hundred percent PA. Uh, then we have a wit, the Wizard Teeth wit. Don't know where the name came from. It's one of those random ones. But it's uh, like a- I just wanted. There wasn't a lot of wits in in pencil in uh, Pittsburgh, and I wanted to do like a nice like light, a little bit like light beer that's a little bit craftier, right? For the people that maybe are moving into craft and they want a little bit more challenging beer than uh, than a lager. Yeah. This is like lager plus, right? Well, because also, it's got a little bit of that flavor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's also the one that like everyone <laughs> And for those who can't says, see me, I did the quote unquote <laughs> flavor. Yeah. Podcasting. Um, right. Yeah. yeah. So people come uh, in and they say like, hey, uh, I don't really like beer. What should I try? Um, or like, I don't, or do you have a sour? We're like, we don't have yeah. a sour yet, but try this wit. And literally nine times nine times out of ten people go for the wit yeah you know? they say i don't like beer and then they take the sip of that like, that's yeah, like take here it. have a free sip of this yeah and they do the that thing the little yeah. upside down like smile also known as a frown that. but a thinking <laughs> like yeah. like a thinking thing like oh how about that yeah um so that's kind of what our wit is it's what it's become um, and then I did I did uh, our first beer that we ever brewed on the system is Long Day Porter, which is why it's called Long Day Porter. Uh, it's a tw- it was a twenty hour brew day. Um, a lot of things went wrong yeah. except the beer. Uh, we saved the beer, but it was a long long day. It was the longest day. Um, and I brewed that one for my brother because he uh, he always loved the dark beers that I brewed at Deschutes Black Butte Porter. So that's where my inspiration for that low ABV sessionable porter. Um, like light bodied, dry, yeah. but still very like dry. No, chocolate. Like, yeah. So I brewed that for Coffee Ryan. Notes. When you say sessionable, you mean snackable. Snackable. Uh, we do mean snackable. snackable. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Stay on brand. Yeah. <laughs> Consistency is key. <laughs> so we did a, a, a bunch of, and you can see the first four beers we released, they're all like four-ish percent. Right. And the reason that we did that is because we were uh, pouring at the Little Tiny Beer Fest. Yeah, we uh, had okay. and so, like, we and I, so I was like, <laughs> well, you know what? It's it's Those are nice to kind of, that's a nice way of taking a good variety to our first beer fest. And, you know... If you make a mistake, you're using less ingredients. Uh, well, we didn't because we have them all on tap, which right, is great. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, you, you always think about that. you always think about that, right? Well, and our our you know built in base too um, is ascend, right? Yeah. And a lot of them don't want to come down and drink an eight point two. You know, that's fair. They want to come yeah. down and have like a nice well snack. Yeah. Um. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so that actually the fake out IPA, which is a four point five ABV, um, has it's very unique because it's made with mostly 
Pennsylvania hops, mm -hmm. which are young. Um, you can talk more about that if you'd like to. Yeah, well, I mean, the vines are young and, and they haven't been like chosen over over like years and years to have that perfect, like Cascade doesn't have that like either piney or grapefruit taste. And so because they're young, they have a very vegetable grassy taste. Yeah, so we like get earthy, very you know, earthy botanical. taste in our fake out. That's like spearmint and botanical and like herbal. I don't know. Yeah. It's yeah. herbal. It almost has like a tea. Vibe and that's a lot. A honestly, all those tasting notes is are, are people talking to us yeah. about it, you know? Yeah. Um, like customers saying, Hey, I've taste this. I taste that. And I'm like, yeah, that's interesting. Cause like, I'm not going to taste everything in my beer. Right. Um, Cause my yeah. palate's not the same as everybody else. So once, but I guess of course, as soon as someone tells you what they taste, you're like, Oh, now I taste Yeah. It. I get that. Yeah. Yep. I feel like we should have been doing a series of these as you're going through the menu. Yeah. Tasting out. <laughs> oh yeah. Good. Yeah. 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 We are going to probably do some like beer, beer classes at some point. So yeah. That would be cool. Yeah, yeah, it's fun too because like it, it keeps me on point too. Yeah, not or, just being um, lazy and being like, oh, I'll just brew anything I want. They'll drink anything. It's like, <laughs> you know, you don't ever want to get to that point. Right. You want to be, yeah. you want to stay in it. Yeah. And if you're not in it, you need to hire someone that can be in it. Yeah. It's like that's where you need someone taking care of your. Well, product. you want to be tested yeah. too, right? Like, I mean, if you're if you're trying to keep the recipes similar and mm -hmm. trying to keep the same flavor through the next batch of fake out or whatever. You yeah. Know, if it doesn't taste the same, you may not recognize well, it right away. We're, pro we're pretty sure fake out's probably never going to happen again. <laughs> I can <laughs> At try. At least in the way it is. <laughs> it's called fake out yeah, because it, it was, was a, quite it was a, a roller coaster of fermentation profiles. <laughs> you know, it's like one of those things where you're like, you smell it and you're like, wow, that is not going to be a good beer. Mm -hmm. And then you smell it the next day and you're like, oh, okay, it's coming out of that. And then yeah. it goes even lower. <laughs> and then you're like, what is this thing doing? Am I going to, yeah, basically. <laughs> and then finally it came out of it the last and it's time. Awesome. Which is usually yeah. something you get in sour beers sour beers go through the, all those stages of like when the pellicles growing on it and it goes through like the sulfur stage and and uh the the funky like you know rubber smelling stage and it has all these stages and then finally at the end it comes out of all that and you have this beautiful complex sour beer right yeah um which is why sometimes those beers take like a year because you have to wait yeah i mean it kind of did that to us and i was like this is not going to be good and then then and then boom. Yeah. You know. I mean, it hit its stride. And so then and we called it, it yeah. fake out. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. It was, well, it was messing with me for sure. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it was absolutely messing with uh, me. So yeah, like the, I mean, obviously you have no like order of the naming, right? So, yeah. 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 This is the fake out. Yeah. I just thought we might as well try it. This is we take talk about tasting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then all, okay. So going through, going through and like, and talking about like quickly talking about their like rest of our naming like for instance concrete bunny there was before we redid the floors there was a stain on the floor that looked like a rabbit okay and it was in the concrete yeah so, so that's a, concrete and then we're like yeah. you say it and then someone's like that's a good beer name haha ha. and then yeah you know, so like, <laughs> like, literally that's the depth of our naming you know uh, for now um, and a lot of people and on giraffe nap, like giraffe you were nap, saying. Yeah. Um, that's one of my favorites. Um, so giraffe naps, a West coast IPA it's, it's the West coast IPA 
like 10 years ago. It's a little malty. It has like the classic hops. It was brewed for me because I'm from Washington State. And, um, you know, when IPAs were first happening over there when I was in college, and I don't want to tell you the year, um, <laughs> that's, that's what okay. we were drinking. And this one is so good. It's just like it's bitter, but then it drops off and you just get like all the good flavor without like that bitter holding on. Um, the name Giraffe Nap came from our neighborhood. Shout out to Regent Square. Um, although we love you, Southside. Thank you for having us. Um, Regent Square uh, has, there's like this neighbor war almost um, where people have like paper mache things that are like big. So one person has like a Transource Rex and then the neighbor down the street has like a skeleton dinosaur. And then this one has two giraffe, like paper mache, like life-size giraffes. Jeez. Yeah. And like every time we have a big storm, these suckers fall over in the yard and they're just like sleeping. <laughs> so yeah. we're like, wow, those giraffes are napping. And then we're like, giraffe nap. And then we're like, that's a beer name. And that's how that was born. And we would literally drive past those giraffes every day. Every day. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, well, you know what? We've never given them names. Yet. We should name them. Not yet. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. We should take pictures of them and... Put them on the label. Yeah. Probably. We should probably knock on their door first. Probably. Though. <laughs> Hi, neighbors. With your giraffes. Your giraffes are going to be famous <laughs> now. <laughs> that's... Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, that seems like the type of shit that would get named yeah. after a beer. So. Yeah. <laughs> We're just kind of keeping it easy, keeping it light. Yeah. You know? It's funny because a lot of other brewers have those kind of stories where they're like, yeah, we were sitting around just BSing after having a couple of beers and these things just started pouring out of us. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Trevor from Coven is a good friend of ours and one of the first to tell you that he has a list of band names in a note on his yeah. phone. And most of those have kind of, you know, formed into his beer names Sounds too. Sounds great. So nice. It's wildly entertaining because we'll <laughs> usually do that with him and just get wasted and start coming up with new ones. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. It's a good time. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's an interesting like line to toe too. It's just like all the things that are in your brain. And we were just talking about us being weird. Like everybody's weird in their own right. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, are people going to like my weird, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> is this too weird? <laughs> we talked about that. We are also, you know, like obviously we're weird, but we are also running a company. Yeah. And we have to sell a, a brand. Yeah. Right. So like, you know. So you can't be too weird. Yeah. Like but you unless your being... brand is being too weird. And yeah. you're just like always too weird. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, exactly. But again, yeah, it's like a balance you have to have. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> we um, this stuff for sure. Yeah. So we're uh, about 40 minutes in uh, right. at this point after the technical difficulties, I'm going to estimate that we're probably in that range. Um, so I'm going to ask you the first question. Oh, oh right. Cool. We haven't yeah. done the questions. Uh, yeah. We're <laughs> literally 40 minutes in. Haven't done the, the podcast the questions, questions yet. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to start. Uh, the first one we're going to do is the, the more goofy one, I think. Personally. <clears throat> uh, do you guys have your phones on you? Yes. No. I, okay. It's right here. It, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so the first one is your top five used emojis. Okay. So I like okay. to go through and see like what everybody uses. So I don't know what kind of phones you guys have. Android. Okay. Android. Um, so your Android keyboard should have the emojis across the top, I think, are the most used ones. 
Yes, I have recently used. So start a thing. This? There's recently used. Wow, you're interesting. This is kind of funny. <laughs> what kind of emojis are you using? Okay, mine is how many? You said top five. Top five. Yeah. So. Okay. Thumbs up. That sounds like a good thing. No, is this top five of recently used? Correct. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So that's thumbs up. Mind explosion. Okay. Or however people say that. Um, <laughs> cry, laugh, face. Um, is it the straight across or the angled one? The angled one. Angled Like the head's tears. tilted? No, like this. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I got you. <laughs> okay. And then, like, smiling but blushing. Closed mouth. And then um, heart eyes. So my sixth one is a taco. Just oh. wanted to throw that. <laughs> uh, mine's a kissy face. And no, that, that's whistling. You and Ryan think that that's whistling? a kiss. You guys that's whistle. Blowing, blowing a kiss. No, look at this thing. It's whistling. <laughs> Dude, that is it's a kissy face. It's not a kiss. A kiss. It has the not, red cheeks. Yeah, that's is, definitely a kissy face. It's the I, I'd say it just without the heart coming out. That's a kiss. I know. Yeah, I've never used that. See that? That's a kiss wink. Oh. Okay, fine. That's I guess, a I guess my husband, yeah. Yeah, been, like, <laughs> he's been kissing me yeah. the whole time. I thought he was bl- whistling. Whatever. <laughs> I feel like if it was whistling, you there would be... Said it, I? <laughs> I feel like if it was whistling, there would be like little music notes coming out of there. Okay, right? fair. Or like, like okay. wind yeah. or something. Okay, yeah. keep going. Anyway, this is the other one was the, that. The Shaka Shaka. What's up? <laughs> Chill, dude. And then <laughs> blushing, like, just he, like smile. He's like. blush smiling too. And then winky and a dog. Okay. <laughs> and yeah. a puppy. Yeah, a puppy. The, the, the brown, yeah. brown one. Yeah. <laughs> See, this is why I asked this question one? because it makes you think about it. But yeah. do you have like a favorite emoji that's not in the top five that you use all the time or that you would like say is your favorite? Um, I do. I do this one a lot. Like, you know, <laughs> gabagool. Yeah, just like <laughs> like perfect choice. Yeah. You know, like, mm, chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's exactly sure. what that is. Um, my top five right now are probably very um, standard, to be honest. Uh, I'm an iPhone user, though, so uh, mine is the like t- head tilted to the side, laughing with the tears coming out. Um, the eyes, just the eyes looking left. Yeah. Because uh, I'm like, you know, um, <laughs> the crying face, the black heart, and then the the flat face. So like flat mouth, flat eyes. Yeah. I do. Yeah, flat mouth, flat eyes. Yeah, yes. that one. I really awesome. like the one with the t- like the tears are just welling up. Like it's like the cutest little guy. Oh yeah. That one. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, like that's like anime face. Like this one. Yeah. My that favorite. little well up. That's like anime. yeah. Yep, I get you. Yeah. <laughs> I think I use or the puppy eyes. I think I use the drooling one for food way too often. My favorite is the shrug like. I don't fucking know. Like, I use that one all the time. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's the fun question. I love that question. Uh, that was great. Again, it gives a little peek behind the curtain. Like, if you're making social media posts, it's always like the red light or you know the cheers beer thing. Yeah. Right. So that's not in your top five. So you got to work on that. Well, no, <laughs> I had the taco, and then it was like the burst, and then there was beer, and then I think I just had like texted my family recently more than i made a post so fair enough but if you look at my post ones i kind of i want to keep it cute you know yeah i get it (laughs) not head exploding all the time yeah well kind of right this beer is great (laughs) yeah yeah i get it yeah um (laughs) the second question however is a little bit more complicated okay um not really 
but I, I, I'm going to play it up a little bit. Yeah, here. shoot. Uh, so three, two, one. So starting at the bottom, working to the best, right? Your top three beer styles right this second. I don't give a shit about lifetime. I don't care. Right. I don't want your okay. like all time favorites. I want what you're drinking right now. If you had three beers in front of you, what styles would they be? doesn't have to be a specific beer either. Just what and style. three, two to top. Yes. Okay. So take your time and think about that if you want. But it's, again, this is the, as of right now, right this minute, yeah. if I had three beers in my bag to pull out to give you, what styles What are am I hoping they might be? Right. Um, I... Don't audibly yawn. I am so sorry. <laughs> I didn't hear it. It is Sunday. I did hear it, but... That, that was Sarah, <laughs> not Jess. That was Sarah. Well, my third, <clears throat> I would I would say... Starting off the list with the the lowest one, I would just be like a nice, a nice like crisp lager. Okay. You know, that's like a good answer. Very little, like a little bit of grain flavor, maybe a little little sizzle of the hops, but almost nothing else to it. Yeah. Four to five percent alcohol, carb like what, maybe two four eight two five. See, so you're way that's way beyond what I needed, honestly. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't someone, know about the carb. Someone will like it, but yeah, yeah. But carb yeah. matters. I've been learning that so much. It yeah. really I, I matters believe you. On yeah. how I just don't know what out. that means. So if you want to educate a little further on that. So you measure carb in volumes per volume. It's one of the only it's one of the few units that doesn't have a unit because they cancel out, which is so stupid, but <laughs> it's just the way it is. Um <laughs> Fair. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you measure it. And so like lower carb, like your, your low, your less carb styles are going to be in like the low twos, two to 2.2. 2. 2. Mm -hmm. I don't know many people that carb down into the like low twos, but 2.2 2 to two two five, And then the really zesty stuff is going to be up in the two sixes. Or what you call like spite. We call them spicy. <laughs> two sixes. Uh, if you, you go know, a little higher than that, it's hard, to, it's hard to can it. But like, um, yeah, like saisons and stuff are going to be up in the two sixes. And stuff. Okay. So okay. I like it a little zestier with the lighter ABV because then it gives it kind of like a perceived body. Because mm -hmm. like otherwise, if you have something low ABV that's also low carb, it tastes like watery. Yeah, where if yeah, you, you where if you throw some carb in there, it gives it a little mouthfeel, and then it gives it a little sharpness because of the carbonic acid that's created from the carbon dioxide reacting with your mouth. So, thanks for the science lesson. I appreciate that. Uh, no problem. <laughs> okay, so um, third was lager. Nice. Yeah, for Good, me, crisp yeah. lager. Mm -hmm. I mean, you guys can do your own. Like, I'm not trying. Yeah. To oh yeah, 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 we're gonna. Oh no, do I that. definitely. <laughs> We're different. <laughs> we're super different. Okay. But, well, yeah. we're similar with some stuff, but different with a lot of stuff. Yeah. Gotcha. So. I do like a good like. Do you want to do a three, or I'm going to do all my lists? Do your list, and then I'll do my list. Okay, that then works it's too. Like, yeah. However you want to do it. I'm not. So then my next one would probably be like like a like a goza, like a nice sour. Uh, whether it's a kettle sour or a traditional sour, I tend to like the traditional sours a little bit more. They take more time, but they have a little more character. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I definitely like, agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, although, I mean, I'm, I'm like the type that something that's smoothie something sour. that's <laughs> unfruited, something that's just like grain and sour and like, like bread. Uh, no, no. Like a lacto, like, okay. like maybe even like a yogurt culture. So yeah. you get like a little bit more character to it. Yeah. Um, something like that again, Right now is what I would want, like in a can. If you're out of your bag, that's what I want. Okay. <laughs> then the then the top would be like a session hazy. 
with something citrusy, something really, really like juicy, but low ABV. I'm, I, I'm really into the low ABV right now. Four to five or even lower even. I, I don't care, but. A lot of people are doing it right now too. Yeah. So, I mean, you're not in yeah. wrong. I'm not sitting here judging at oh, no, no, anyway, no. but at the same time, like, yeah, I think a lot of people are really into that, um, like area when it comes to ABV right now. Like yeah. a lot of people are like, Oh, I mean, there's a bunch of like low calorie, you know, and I'm not even, te- I'm not even looking at the calorie, but I know right now, especially cause it's summer, I drink the same amount of ounces per hour. Yeah. <laughs> no matter what's in my hand. So this is not <laughs> gotcha. bourbon time for me, right? <laughs> right. I'm like yeah. a 20 ounce per hour or more kind of guy. And so like, I need something low. Right, makes sense. I can't, like, it's like, I don't think about it, it's ingrained, like, so. Well, you're talking, you're moving your arms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a, a hand amount. Yeah, for sure. Like, so I want, yeah. I want the flavor of an eight or 10%, but with the ABV of, well, before. Yeah, because you want to drink more of it. I get yeah. that. that I want makes play, sense. I want all of the good and none of the bad. Right. <laughs> like everybody. Yeah, that's exactly. No how consequences. You have to balance it, out and, that's, and that's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that's a good list. That's I, I feel like yeah. coming into summer, you know, we're right yeah. there. It's it's a good way to approach alcohol right now. Now, me, I'm I'm still uh, double hazy uh, pilsner. And a barrel aged stout, like those are my three right now. Still, yeah. Like every like you, you can ask me that throughout the year, and it's probably going to be the same because that's what I reach for. Yeah. But I understand the the thought process there. Like I, I got uh, well, we went over to Verona yesterday for the Botany and Booze. Oh yeah. Oh, how was, was that? Blast. It was yeah. Awesome. It was yeah. So, so much rain. I definitely. And of course, it. three o'clock, we ended our session, and it cleared up. It was. I know. Yeah. yeah. But we got. Uh, Four pack from Cellarworks yep. and a four pack from Acclamation. Cool. Both sours, both like the fruited, like packed full of. Oh no. Oh no, that's right. The, the um, lemon meringue one is not. The lemon top. meringue is a milkshake. They would kill me. They would absolutely kill me for yeah, having said that. Like they yeah. Like I was like. Yeah, it, it, but it was oh, like, it's like a, a milkshake IPA. Yeah. Gotcha. But it's yeah, also yeah. like it was kind of sweeter, so it didn't have that like lemon tartness to it yeah. that was mm-hmm. just bonkers. So. The, yeah, that one was great. And then the cherry pie um, from Cellarworks, which is yeah. stupid good. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what I was drinking yesterday. So that's not cool. on my list, but I mean. Yeah. Delicious. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jenny, you got your three? Uh, yeah, I do. So I would go um, Hazy IPA as my third. And like I want the juicy, fruity, tropical flavor, um, low bitter. So I want it to be like, I want it to be hoppy. I, I Nate knows this. I have like certain issues with certain types of hops. Some of it just tastes like rubber to me, and I won't Citra. like. Citra. I'm okay. Really? I was gonna be like, I'm not so, gonna dog some type of. So hop, any but. any hop that 
has a lot of isovaleric acid in yeah. it, which is like the garlic onions kind so of taste. Too, you need to talk to. Is like a lot of some people get like a rubber burnt tire kind of taste. You know, there are there are lots now. They're starting. The hop developers are starting to breed like Citra you can actually pick that can have that, that has very low on that, so you can get the Citra burst without that. Yeah. But um, okay. but so but that's that, one of them. The last yeah. meeting we had with our the hop guy, mm-hmm. I was like, look, bro, I, I just <laughs> hate Citra. <laughs> and I like hate myself for saying that because like it's in a lot of beers. Sometimes it's good and sometimes it's horrible because, yeah. you know, um, and it's not the beer is horrible. It's literally that 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 compound on my palate is not good, but gotcha. it ha- tends to be in hazies all the time. And they did. They figured it out. I'm not the only one. This is totally a thing that happens to people. Oh, um, yeah. There Sarah, you go. Sarah will, I'm not. I'm in good company here. Um, so they were basically like, "There's. We can pick lots that won't because they do the the people we get it from. They do like GC. They're looking at all the compounds. They know all the amounts of each compound in each hop, and so they can pick GC, lots. GC is." Gas, gas chromatography. chromatography. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. No, you're good. Um, that's. It sounds like I'm. I'm like okay. That's way more than you ever need. But it also sounds like that's the type of that is stuff that you want. That's what you want. Yeah. You, know, you want that well, level. So you can of tailor your beer dedication. Because yeah. like now I know when I want to order hops lots, I I want them without that. No, yeah. So that I my general manager can beer. enjoy the beer. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> Right, like well, so, our that. the double we have on or deluxe we call our doubles deluxe because it's more fancy. <laughs> um, and it's, yeah, yeah. We're deluxe and because then we don't have to do. Oh, this is a double. This is a triple. This is imperial. Nope. Anything above this percent, that's it's our deluxe. Deluxe, deluxe. love yeah. that. Um, <laughs> so that that is Nelson Savon and Citra and Cascade, but it's the Citra that doesn't have the um, isovaleric yeah. acid in it. And so she can drink it. Yeah. That's. Yeah. yeah. Well, you it still to, has Nelson in it. So back to it does have Nelson. Yeah. <laughs> just try yeah, you can Nelson. Yeah. Can, go get a pour. You can do a taste if you just want. I mean, obviously, you guys are welcome no, to taste anything. I don't want to <laughs> make a face. Like that well, no one can see now. faces right now. Yeah, it's a very visual medium. Yeah. You will be. If you make a face, we won't tell anybody. <laughs> Where was that? Where were we? <laughs> oh, God. Where were we? Was, Last year at my Hops Festival, where I tried the Nelson oh, Pilsner. Oh, it was, yeah, juicy. And Kate I think it was from juicy. Kevin goes, What do you have? And I said, The Pilsner. And she goes, That has Nelson in it. You can't have that. <laughs> I went, Oh, fuck. <laughs> so Sarah's yeah. been dealing with an um, ongoing yeah. issue, and we've talked Talk about it. about my long COVID. Oh, it's not long COVID. It's not long COVID. So taste your so taste and stuff is a little different. Just super weird. Yeah, yeah. like she yeah. Uh, uh, most hops are just garlic. Yeah. Oh, okay. gotcha. So yeah, like and and I'm saying most. I mean, like pretty much any hazy. Yeah, Nelson has a lot of that. Is uh-huh. yeah, that's. I have I think we have. I think our Nelson has it selected out for that garlic Agreed, taste. Because I would, she can I would notice. It. Maybe. Oh, now I'm just like accepting my life as it is. You should, you should. So you're just going to take the tiny sip and then we'll wash your palate with water. Yeah. Um, so we're just going to, I'm going to hide your, I'm going to hide your face um, from everybody. I can now, after COVID, eat the hottest hot sauce and I used to be the like wussiest wuss. Oh. And now I'm just like, we make our own hot sauce, like habanero. We, we do lacto ferment of hot sauce. Um, and it's like, how much whole, is that? 
Because I want some. Really want some. <laughs> well, just give me some. Yeah. 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 No, you don't I have can, to give I it to me. I grow like, a whole shit ton. Awesome. Garden is we would love that. Yeah. We make hot sauce. Um, oh, that would be fantastic. And it's so hot. Yeah. And I can just... Yeah. So that's, like one of the, yeah. that's one of the things um, because we like fermenting everything. Yeah. Under the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's why we didn't go vellum for brewery. We did fermentation because we're going to do other beverages. We're going to do kombucha. What do you think? Is it's it garlicky? Five. Is it? Five out of ten. That's that's still okay. not. It's a bit better, yeah. Five garlics. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. She has her own garlic scale. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. But we want to do like fermentation of, of a lot of stuff. And once we once we install our kitchens, we want to do food as well. Oh, sick! You know, yeah. kimchi and hot sauce and like anything that will bubble. Yeah. And will be alive. We want to do it. Nice. Uh, koji fermentations. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, reach and branch out into um, into sake production because yeah. it technically rice is a grain. Yeah. So I can do it under a brewer's license in this country. That's sick. As long as we don't <laughs> distill it, right? So, Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go into that and start playing around with wow. with that stuff too. Because like I like anything that bubbles. Yeah. We wanted to start. <laughs> we wanted to start with beer because that's where that's my set of skills mm -hmm. um but i don't want to just stop there yeah i want to fill the place with lots of cool stuff so well and you have the room yeah i mean like yeah, yeah. <laughs> i i guess i assume this was intentional then to have this much space to be able to develop into that. Yeah. right right yeah, like yeah, yeah. that's i i oversized my boiler so i could add more kettles i yeah, yeah. Oh, oversized yeah. the glycol chiller, chiller yeah. on the roof yeah um yeah for sure so well, grow into it then. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> Fine. Um, <no. laughs> Fine, I will. That's not what I meant. I will. <laughs> um, we need to finish Oh, yeah. List, I'm though. so sorry. Oh, yeah. My, my, sorry. So the, my third was the hazy. My second is a West Coast um, IPA. Love a West Coast. Um, Give them a West Coast. Yeah. Yeah, West Coast. Coast. Yeah. Okay. I will take one too, sir. Thank you. There's three 10 ounce beers in mine. Um, okay, my, my second is a West Coast, and my first is a really clean, crisp Kolsch. All I want is the cleanest, crispest Kolsch ever, and I love the Kolsch night situation going on in Pittsburgh. Mm. Um, Dancing Gnome has one, and then if you go to Lorelei, um, Golden Age is doing wonders with Kolsch. That guy knows how to brew clean. Is that Justin? Aaron. 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 Aaron, that's right. Yeah, I, I get... He cool yeah. knows what he's doing. Great mustache. Yeah. Great mustache. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah. Hot Farm does Kolsch Night too, right? Oh, really? I believe so. I did so. not know that. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? I just haven't made it over there. Yeah. Um, we've um, met the woman who does their can art. Okay. Some of their yeah. can art. Um, she's great. Yeah. And then... Um, one of their brewers that used to brew there doesn't brew there anymore. Um, but yeah, I love just a really clean Kolsch. Um, I lived in Bellingham, Washington. Uh, with That's where I met my husband, Ryan, and Nate ended up moving out there and working for Kolschen. Um, the beer scene there is, it's like a small town, 80,000 people. There's like 13 breweries. It's more that's now, cool. actually. More now. That's yeah. Um, and My brother lived in Bend for a while. Oh, well, yeah, me too. Yeah. The same vibe. Like he was like, yeah, there are more breweries here than I know what to do with. Yeah. yeah. Well, but there's. You always go to the same like, People like, are like 
you know, people ben, are ben is amazing mm-hmm. i that's where i started you know at the shoots oh yeah yeah, yeah. Um, that's right they are there yeah <laughs> beautiful town so awesome yeah love the crew at the shoots love you to shoots <laughs> yeah but in bellingham uh there's chuck and i'll tag them chuck and brewing and they make oh, yeah, the best like i'm sorry it was chuck and Oh, I thought you said truck nuts. And I was really <laughs> okay, so it. No, it's called Chuck Nut. Chuck They've won a lot of awards for their their world like, like world renowned classic, for their yeah. classic German style beer. Oh my Very god. cool. Yeah, um, oh my god. This, this beer fantastic. is a lot more malty. Are you talking about West Coast? This one. Yeah, it is, but that's what I'm saying. This is ten years ago West Coast IPA. Yeah, it really yeah. is. It doesn't. It, it's, but it's so owed to the 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 original West Coast IPAs before the transition happened. But like you're saying, the before the, the, the bitterness kind of rolling it off does. at the end. Like yeah. you have um, it and then it goes and it's right. just like and it just coast. goes with the drink. Yeah. Like yeah. I personally, and she's the same way. I like when the bitterness I hangs around. Yeah, oh, the IBU yeah. oh, did you? were like fantastic. I mean, oh. like, so, I used to say the bitter the better, but then I was part of that too, for sure. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. I mean, but had to be. my palate just right. kind of changed. Well, and you worked. Really you said victory, yeah. right? Yeah. Like my dad's go-to sipper is <laughs> wasn't that? Oh yeah, uh, was that Hopalop no. was victory or was that a different brewery? No, that was uh, Hopalop was Trogues, maybe. Oh, maybe yeah. Uh, but Victory did, uh, well, like my dad's go-to, it's just a case that's in his fridge all the time, is Dirt Wolf. Dirt Wolf. And I remember when we created that. Like, Ooh, I was, I was there. Remember that Dirt Wolf hangover we had that one time? Yeah. Ooh, boy. You, my father will need to this guy? at some point. So Ryan <laughs> yeah, was driving. Sure. Nate <laughs> but, and I got Dirt Wolf was pretty cool. The next morning. Um, Dirt Wolf started as a double, uh, like an Imperial <laughs> Kolsch. That we made for a uh, Philly Beer Week called Liberty Bell Ringer. I vaguely like we made remember it once. that name. We made like, a small batch of it. Well, yeah. like fifty barrels, a small batch. Um, right. Yeah. Super. And then super tiny and then we rebranded and re readjusted the hops to make this Dirt Wolf. Um, and, yeah, I remember doing that. I was. This is already tasting different than last week, by the way. Like. Remember when I said it was sweet? Mm-hmm. Like it, it had that like sweet tinge to it. It's kind I of think, like mellow. I think because it, it mellows has in that. The keg. It, it's like it is very caramel. It's caramel. Yeah, oh, it definitely so has that. Um, like, and your brain associates that caramel with the sweet. I used yeah. Cara. I used Cara not, Munich not in this, and yeah. so I think next time I'd probably do just Munich instead of Cara Munich because the caramel in this. I don't know if you guys like it. I can't stand caramel tastes in IPAs. Um, Even though it is classic for like ten years ago, IPAs. Right. I like it. I love it. Okay. No, this is doing very well. Okay. Like, cool. Now, I Sweet. Just, cool. Again, like when exactly. I had it on Saturday, I was like, it, it actually had like a sugary taste to it. Yeah. Almost. And like now it's it's calm to the point where like it's it's there, but it's oh hi. <laughs> yeah. So, so I and this is the thing I always ask people about the beers because like. I taste beers different than like obviously everyone tastes beers differently, but like, yeah, of course, I can't I can't be trusted to design my own beers because I don't buy the beers. You guys, well, you you know, right? Yeah, no, and you don't either. But <laughs> people, Somebody other people buy buy the beers, and like I can brew anything under the sun. But I, if I brewed my beers, they would only be a very certain type of beer. 
which isn't enough for well, it's not a good business place. model. Yeah, it's definitely not a good business model, right? <laughs> yeah. Like that's the problem is that you would have Super all this, you would have all this stock for yourself yeah. and yeah. nobody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I get it. Yeah, that's and that's uh, I mean, that's the the line that you tow, right? Because yeah. you want to make the stuff that you love, but you also want to love the stuff that you make yeah. going out the door. Yeah, right. Like you but, need to be proud of it, but you also want to be answering. For yeah, it. like I've noticed there's a, a kind of a sweet tooth in Pittsburgh where they like their big like kind of sweet beers. Mm-hmm. I can't stand sweet beers, but I know how to brew them. I can add lactose to anything. I can, I can, I can, <laughs> I can change my mash profile. So it'll stop at, you know, like six Play-Doh or eight Play-Doh or whatever, um, and do whatever people want. But like, it's definitely not something if I was just brewing for myself, I would, I, everything would end dry, at like one dry. Play-Doh. Yeah. Like dry, dry, you See, know, which, which is, is not, Good for everybody. That's right. why our porter is so dry, though, because Ryan yeah. also wants yeah. dry. Yeah. So. Well, and I mean that's how it happens. Is you start like some, you start down a path, right, and then people start to latch on to that. Yeah. Yeah. And then people say, "No, I need more of that." Yeah. And then you're going, "Oh, I need to brew more of that." And yeah. I have to brew more styles that are like that. And, yeah. And then it sure. branches out. Listening to, to your, your customers. Own, for yeah. Sure. It, it branches yeah. out to be your kind of niche, though, too. Yeah. Where you're focusing more but at the same time like still selling the product so i mean i get like putting your own spin on stuff without overselling to the point where it's just you that's drinking it yeah you know so there's a lot of there's a lot of places in pittsburgh that do that like their style very well yeah and you guys are still early on in this process right so it's not like you have it completely figured out like you know okay we're doing these like like dancing gnome started as the hazy brew like yeah. the hazy brewery in yeah like that's their deal and you know you know what like not not to interrupt you but no, they, you're good. they do hazies like stellar oh yeah um but, but like their other styles. beers like i remember when they still had just their small space and i would go in and they would have one stout on and i was like this is an incredible stout and I would go up to the bartender. I'm like, well, when are you making more of these? And he's like, we only have like one of these on it at a time. Everything else is hazy. Cause like, that's what sells. And I understand that. Like, right. Our, our top selling beer is hazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's why concrete. Bun right. Is always going um, and, and, but like dancing gnome is a, a fantastic, um, example. Like they are haze Kings, Kings and Queens. Um, yes. <laughs> and Haze. People. Hayes people. Hayes people. people. Hayes monarchs. Yeah. Hayes monarchs. Anyway, I love that. The fact is, is like new beer name. The the, trademarked. Trademarked. The fact is, is like folks. (laughs) But they're doing Kolsch's now, and they're doing loggers, and now that there's big spaces open, like they're doing all these other styles, and they are absolutely killing every other style. Like they make, they don't just make hazies. They make great beer. Yeah. And I gotta say, I mean, her name in my phone, if you look at the very top there, so she literally just <laughs> harassed, yeah, she, until like, for sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's a long seller time for sure, but they have the space now, which is great. And they said we their space is excellent. Actually. Oh yeah, oh, their God. new spot is great. Oh, like, so great. Like, we are dancing on fanboys. Yeah, um, fan people. 
Who isn't? You can call me a temple. Uh, I don't care. Anyway. It's like we were there like a month after they opened for the first time and like never stopped going back. Like yeah. it was literally every week we were there for all three can releases, standing in line, mm-hmm. waiting for the garage door to open. Like you know, that don't kind of I understand. I mean, the I get line it. I love Lime Life, but I also love the camaraderie of people, which I understand is not like everybody's vibe. Yeah, you're just. I love to just sit and, and talk to people. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I'm that guy, right? Well, and Lime Life can be cool if you like if you if you like bring bring a grill, bring sidewalk chalk, like right. make a thing out of it. Absolutely, you know? and then like. With beer releases, you'd have people bringing stuff from all over the country. They're like, yeah. "Hey, that was like the good part of life." The, I, I'm going to flex and I'm going to bust out a BBT. Like, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, and like let's open that, you know. But the, uh, I mean that that ship has sailed at this point. I think for the most part, yeah. In Pittsburgh, especially, I don't think that anybody's wanting to stand in line for beer. No, other than Eaton Park. Chris House collab. Yes, that <laughs> oh, that definitely. That beer was fire, was, yeah. but they had it on tap for like a week later, so you could just go into the brewery and get some. I thought it was good. There's better pie beers. I understand. Like, yeah, there's one in your fridge right now. I know. Yeah, like, Cellar Works kills yes, their sour beers. Like, yeah. Um, it tastes like pie. I know. That's it does. That's, that's, that's the, the thing. thing. Yeah. When you can, when you can like yeah. taste the crust of the pie. As well as the fruit filling in the pie, yeah. that, that graham cracker, that like, snap, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. right. Mm. Can't but say can't say butter popcorn though. No. Mm-hmm. What That's did I have that I texted you in Hartford? I had a beer in Hartford, and I was like diacetyl. And I it's was like, diacetyl. Yes. Like, That's why I can't drink Chardonnay. Right? Is it diacetyl? Diacetyl. I say diacetyl. It's it's, diacetyl. It can be both okay. depending on if you're uh, if you're well. <laughs> I was. She Sorry, said, uh, the, the pathologist chemist. here. Yeah. Chemist, but I was, tra- I was trained by uh, two gentlemen from, uh, from England, okay. and they yeah, say diacetyl. Diacetyl. Shout out to uh, Michael Lewis and Charlie Bamforth. Yeah. <laughs> hey, all right. They're not teaching anymore. Aluminium. Yeah, aluminium, yeah. yeah. Right? That's, that's dumb. That's yeah. not the right way. Yeah. <laughs> that um, makes sense. Look, you can say it any way you want as long as it's not in your beer. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Right. That's Good the point. thing. Good exactly. Yeah. Which is another thing. I can't drink Chardonnay because, like, the buttery stuff in the Chardonnay is diacetyl. And it's like, ugh. Mm. Even the sparkling shit we got on? There's no diacetyl in that. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. Oh, Shout you out would to think Bellatera. that these people this out. <laughs> what? Thanks for reminding me what that was because I was like, why does this beer taste so it's also like slick on your tongue. Like, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. Uh, we, we talked about this on a past episode, and there was one around here in their opening weekend that really, like, kicked us in the teeth. And I'm not going to say the name. Because of course. I'm not, I, I, I don't care at this point. Either, yeah. No. So just text um, It's fine. But there was one that absolutely was like, it's not a good beer. And that's why. It's yeah. Because it was diacetyl. Yeah. And, and it was... Forward, and that's one of the things right? like and, and like one of the things when when you have a city that's starting up with beer industry like I opened a I opened up in a, 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 a my, Do not do not say it out loud. Oh, I thought you were <laughs> my other um yeah, yeah, yeah. My other um okay. the other brewery I started before this um down in Greenville like we started in a in a really small town that had like literally we were one of three breweries in this town 
right? In college town too. In a college town. And that was back in 2011, though. Like no, that was 20. Uh, we started in 2016. 16. Oh, okay. So that was like the the blow up. Yeah. Like, year. Like yeah, that yeah. Was where so, it went from. But like, like talking about diastole and any of those those types of like problems, that's like what why it's good to have a great community of brewers because you can bounce ideas like how do I like because that's a that in particular is as something you can fix right before you release a keg right obviously you don't want to have it in a keg with diacetyl you'd rather have it in a fermenter because then you can you can recroison it with a with with um, an actively fermenting yeast yeah and diacetyl go away you just saved it Perfect. Yeah, because you fed it diacetyl. But if you, you fed don't, the yeast diacetyl. Well, yeah, right. <laughs> so, like, the fact is, is, like, those are little things that coming back to community and, like, having a strong uh, collaborative community, that's something that you can call somebody up that has that experience and, set and say, how do I fix this? And they like, this is how you fix it. They just saved you releasing a beer that's going to make people unhappy. Right. And, right? and I mean, realistically, at that point, you're losing out on who you sold it to. Yeah. And I mean, it's all the way down the supply Especially chain. Especially if it's like, if it's like the first beer you drink there and it has yeah. something like, that's a, a, a kind of a basic, a basic like problem in beer. Right. I sip that and I put it down and I'm not going to have another sip and I'm going to be like, I'm not coming back for another six months. Let them figure this out. Right. Well, you just lost the customer. For six months. For six months. Yeah. You know? And I yeah. mean, if everybody has that. No, I mean, I understand that not everybody knows. Like, like my audience, I feel like, is a little bit more educated than just your standard beer drinker. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I didn't know what that flavor was. Yeah. Until I knew what it was. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's, it, and I hate to say it like that because it sounds stupid. But well, until you experience that flavor, you yeah. don't understand how drastic it really like is yeah. and you're like oh this is a hazy ipa and all i taste is buttered popcorn yeah that's super fucking weird yeah like oh you must have had like a hoppy pilsner or something then I'm like, to go back for messages, but I'll do it. uh so yeah so sarah was in hartford recently but the the one that we were talking about in pittsburgh so was like a hazy and I was like, oh, cool. You know, new new hazy, new brewery in town. Cool. Let's let's try it out, right? Yeah. I'm the guy to do that. And one of our brewer friends was like, yep, that's exactly what that is. It's diaspora. I'm like, yeah. I've never experienced somebody knowing that that's what it is. And after that, it was like a light switch went off. Yeah. Um, I had a recent so experience with Stout, though, that... Uh, like barrel aged stouts, you can let them sit on shelves forever, that kind of thing. You pop it open, whatever. Yeah. My uh, one of the guys that uh, we went to a share with uh, was like green pepper. Yeah. And now it's like, God, that's I the, wish I could take that the, out of my yeah, head. Yeah, that's one of the issues, and that's something I fight a lot. Yeah. The more educated you get, the oh yeah, it's the like worst ceiling type the, the worst <laughs> beer tastes. Yeah. Because um, then you know exactly like like this beer. Um, I can't stand most of my beers because I can taste the things I want to change. Right. And I can't change that. This has a little caramel taste to it. I hate it. I can't it's stand it. It's a good it. beer though. Thank like, you. Thank you. But I'm obsessed with it. 
I thank you so Yay. much. He thank said, you. hold up, I got something to say. No, thank <laughs> you so much, obviously. <laughs> but like, I had this problem with the Kolsch I brewed at my last brewery. But, um, and I had to keep brewing it the same way because people loved it. People loved yeah. it. And, and I was like, won. I don't Awards. like this. Yeah. The problem with But that. I can brew it that way every single time because I'm a production brewer. Right. That's how I started. So I can make it exactly the same every time. I just don't like it. And that's the point. The, the idea <laughs> is that you're too close to the damn picture. You yeah. can step back and breathe and just accept it for what it is. Well, of course. But I'm not saying that to you specifically. I'm just saying in general. Well, you can say that to me specifically, too. Well, I mean, about this, apparently like, I am. Well, yeah. <laughs> like, and that's the thing. Like, people like this. You like this. I do. All right. Well, I won't change it. Or... I'm getting loud again. I'm actually. No, you're good. Right um, I Sorry. just I heard the echo. You and I, also, I'm like, you yeah. just have a booming voice. You, <laughs> when you and Ryan are in this room, and there's people in here, and your voices are just like it's. You need some yeah. drapes or some like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So sound, sound in this building, we are going to try and figure out because we have concrete, brick walls, and like ceilings. It's just like oh my it god, was, it was bad. Yeah, no, you're right. It absolutely is just the way that this room is built, yeah. but the whole building. Yeah. So, anyway. um, sorry. This. Uh, so this I, this the beer was. I kind of want to say the name of the brewery out loud. <laughs> I mean, they're not local, so. No. Hey, you guys do whatever you want. It's your podcast. It is. You know what? Uh, so, diacetyl and a pilsner, though. It's possible. I mean, I guess, yeah. Diacetyl is made by any type of brewer's yeast, right? Right. But okay. it's pretty uncommon in pilsners or any lagers because of the time it takes. Usually, by the time you have lagered a brew a beer properly, the diacetyl is gone. Maybe that's because the lagering issue. is time, right? Yeah. So, and, and but so maybe if the, if they were rushing their lager out, if they were doing. So something we used to do at Victory, and we didn't have any diastole problems at, at Victory, at least when I was there, we would, um, we would do, um, like we would do pressurized fermentation on our loggers so we could pump out loggers in four weeks. Wow. Yeah. I mean, Victory is a pretty large house. So we would right? spun like, Yeah. Oh, I mean, when I was there, we had the Downingtown production facility. We would do about 100,000 barrels a year. And then I was one of the first brewers at their Parksburg, per, Parksburg facility. And I think they're, they, they're crushing a 250-barrel system there. Wow. So um, double kettle so we could, we could just burn beers out. So. Yeah. Wow. Big facility, but we would spund we would spund our lager so that a spunding valve is basically something that just keeps some pressure on it yeah. while it ferments, um, and that was a way of of kind of lagering quickly almost where we would could get a lager out in four weeks and it would taste fine. Perfect. Yeah, right. So, uh, but that like a lager with diacetyl is is odd. Yeah, pretty odd. Well, I can imagine because it also. Is he wrong with did you keep drinking? It, I sure did because I kept going. What is wrong? With yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's also like it's also like um, it's tough because lagers most most of the time are pretty low flavor in general. They're crisp and clean, and you there's can't a lot. Really of, hide you can't hide behind anything. Right. Right. Even if it's like a hopped, even if it's a hopped pilsner, it still has a lot less flavor in it yeah. than anything else, and so like there's nothing to hide behind. That's the. Well, it might have been. Was it unfiltered? Because what might have happened is they might have, they might have injected yeast in to bottle to bottle condition it or can condition it or can condition it, it, it 
And then that yeast they injected might have produced diacetyl in the container. Ooh. Which is something that can happen sometimes, depending. Yeah. That, I mean, I, I guess that makes sense. I don't do any of that time, stuff. Like, that so brewery <laughs> is very well established and they're a big name. Like, yeah. Well, it, it's people just, are people are people, man. True, true. <laughs> and I mean, and maybe it's just that it sat for, you know, yeah, a for year sure. and a half or something yeah. or whatever. But that's bizarre to me. Um, that's why you like, no matter how big you get, uh, no matter what you do quality, you always have to have a great quality control, um, system. Right. Cause like in the end, mm -hmm. in the end, it doesn't matter how big you get. Like, like I said, this, the process hasn't changed in thousands of years. It's just the equipment it's, and it's what, the equipment you're, what and, you're putting and, into it. And attention to detail. Yeah. That's, uh, I, I feel like that's kind of a microcosm for our conversation, right? Like the, the whole thing is that you're doing the same thing that everybody else is doing, Yeah. but you're doing it your way. Yeah. Right. Got to do an S class. Yeah. <laughs> Deluxe. Yeah, Deluxe. Deluxe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're, uh, we're approaching uh, about an hour 20 in. Hey, cool. Um, I, I appreciate you guys expanding my knowledge. Honestly, yeah, for sure. I feel like I learned something today, which is great. <laughs> That's a good um, day when you can learn something. Yeah. Now all I got to do is cry and I have the trifecta. Sweet. Yeah. Like uh, Jimmy B once said, right? But sorry, never mind. <laughs> I don't understand that. Right if you laugh, love, and yeah. cry, right? That's a full day. It's Jimmy V. What is well, I was crying in the grocery store today, so. Oh, wait, that's right. It's laugh, learn, cry. <laughs> Sorry. Laugh, no. that's a good one, though. No. I don't know. I, I, mess, I made it. I probably butchered the quote anyway, but anyway. It's a new one. Yeah. <laughs> so all of the things so, are good, though. Michael Scott, Nick Adams, right? That's, that's what it is. There you go. Uh, <laughs> but no, seriously, thank you guys so much for having us out. Um, I, I think. This is probably a pretty good point to wrap. I don't know. You yeah, yeah, we else can to say for uh, sure. I will say, please give us a shout out on your socials, like where Absolutely. we can find you yeah. Uh, yeah. online. Yep, right now. Yep. Tell oh. me. Uh, I'm sorry. I, that's what I meant. Shout out your socials. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So that my um, listeners can find at, at Vellum Fermentation uh, on uh, on Instagram. Our, our website is just a, a splash page right now. Uh, it's um, VellumFermentation.com. They're working on it. We're, we're getting there. There you go. Uh, and that's Progress. that's all we got. Yeah. yeah. All Find right. us on Instagram. We have uh, our food trucks and event schedules, um, Instagram or Facebook. And come down. Come yeah. down. Talk Hang out. We're yeah. by the bar. So uh, what are your down. hours? Um, right now we are Wednesday 3 to 10, Thursday, Friday 3 to 11, and Saturday noon to 10. But we are, we just got our license for Sundays, yep. so Soon to expand. June fourth is going to be our first yeah. Sunday, yeah. Can't and wait. then um, we're probably going to. We've been playing with the idea of extending our hours to midnight on Friday, Saturday. Um, it's we don't. It's all about um, having enough hours in the day so we can be alive as well. Yeah, we we also <laughs> like to be alive yeah. and um, you know take care of ourselves yeah. and our employees. Of yeah, course. for sure. Um, and with a five employee crew, I'm sure it's stressful. Yeah, this building that. is so huge and it takes <laughs> so much time to clean it. Seriously, every week, like yeah, so much time to clean. It's a lot of square foot. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, come see us. We're uh -huh. here. So last thing before we uh, wrap this up here. Where did the name come from? Ha! Oh, I knew boy. it. I was, <laughs> you know. Okay, so 
Spiel, go. Let's do it. All right, so vellum fermentation. Um, so we were working with a branding company out of Chicago. Shout out to Good um, uh, Good, Good Beer Hunting. Hunting. Oh, okay. uh, Michael yeah. Kaiser. Yep. Yeah. So you've probably heard his podcast. He yeah. has the best voice. Oh my in god, the his world. voice is butter. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, we were we were rebranding the company. We were trying to figure out where we wanted to go. We put we did the thing where we put a whole bunch of words up on the board, and we whittled it down by just saying this, and they would say where they got it. He's a poet. He did vellum because it's it's the paper is actually with two L's, but he did the vellum because it also has connotations to like the soft palette is called vellum. Uh, also, we we go and collect mushrooms in the woods for forage, like morels and chanterelles and stuff. And the veil of a mushroom is called it can be a, um, a vellum as well. So we were kind of playing off of that stuff, and eventually, I think our brand was going to go towards that. But also the reason I the reason I personally picked it, I liked the way it sounded and felt in our, it your felt mouth. it felt really nice in my mouth, which is a kind of a weird thing to say, <laughs> but it, I'm going to say it because I'm a weird person. Yeah. Mouthfeel. I mean, the mouthfeel of the word was doing? nice, mouthfeel. and also it was trademarkable, which is another very good key business wise. Yeah. That um, and so so with those with those powers combined. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it, it it just felt right, and we just went with it. Right, you so know, that's it, kind of the the spiel. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean that's a that's a short story for well. Ed. Yeah, so the thing about it is, it doesn't really. It, doesn't, it never meant something yeah. to us until we found it. But I kind of like that because yeah. now we can come up with our own meaning behind it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's, not like, it's not like it's not like you know vellum is like a thing that's come with me through my whole career, and this is what it means to me. Right. But like now we can we can build it, and it can be its own entity. Like obviously, legally speaking, it isn't a corporation; it's its own entity right. in general. But it can just take its own life and and like and start developing itself. And yeah. all the people that are involved can help. It That's the thing too. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, all, yeah, everybody. From our employees to the customers. Yeah, yeah. our investors. Yeah, yeah. everyone Thank you, can kind of investors. You're yeah, amazing. everyone can kind of add add their their like Flav. flavor or gestalt to the pile. And we can make this thing that's just like great for the community, great for the beer community. Yeah. And like fermentation instead of brewery, uh, we definitely like we were saying we make, make lots of stuff. We want to make yeah. Yeah. other stuff. No, yeah, that's, yeah. that's killer. That's, yeah, yeah, that that sure. absolutely is something that you don't get at a lot of places. They're like, we're a brewery. We're doing brewing. We're we're making beer. Like that's it. Yeah. yeah. And there's a lot that a lot more that goes into the science behind this type of stuff. Definitely. That you can expand into other things. Yeah, so, yeah. like super hobby hard people. Um, <laughs> we get bored easily. We get bored easily, so <laughs> hey. you know we want to like yeah. you know continuously push the envelope and yeah, like add new things and try stuff and like work with local farmers and like do do weird shit. You know. Yeah, like, absolutely. Let's be weird, people. <laughs> get weird, yeah. All right. Yeah, the title of this weird. episode is getting weird with vellum. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> So uh, at this point, actually, I can't raise a glass because I don't have anything in mind. You, That's fine. you must fill, and yes. then yeah, go fill. Ooh. It's fine. So this oh, art oh, on the wall. Oh, this is this is our first installation of art, right? Um, so what we do is we partner with the Brewhouse Association. Shout out to Brewhouse Association that's right over here. And so their graduates will come in. 
we give them a stipend to make these prints. So they don't have to make these prints. We pay them for the prints. Then they put them on our wall for three months and then they take them out and we buy one from them permanently to showcase in our space forever. Let's, um, well, that's so let's that's kind of our program with the Brewhouse Association. Let's yeah. party. There you go. Oh I like it. Yeah. So, so Senta is, is no, the person that did this. She takes old, she takes old lenses from cameras and like from really old cameras and takes them apart and re and, and puts them back together to get really cool effects. And these are just regular pictures of glass that she used her lenses to make art. Wow. Yeah. Pretty cool stuff. The one behind you looks like a flashlight. Oh or, my God, that's kind of true. I just had to say it. Or, yeah, I guess. I've been staring at it literally the whole it's time. It's a pee hole. It. It's a pee hole. Oh, <laughs> are we recording right now? Yes, yes. Yeah, of course. Um, all right, so. Okay. We're going to wrap this episode up. Thanks again to yeah. Nate and Jenna for letting us come out and party at Bellum. Thank you so uh, much. You guys kick ass. And uh, all the beers that I've had today have been great. Everything that I've had so far from these guys is killing it. Thank you. So much for having us. Uh, we will definitely be back. Uh, raise a glass here and yep. cheers. Cheers. cheers.